Welcome to Awaken to Grace. I'm Chad Roberts, and today we are in part two of a sermon called The King Who Grew Proud. We are studying the life of King Uzziah out of Second Chronicles 26. And all oh, the lessons, oh, the principles that you and I will learn out of God's Word today, how they can help us avoid these pitfalls. They can help us avoid falling and stumbling in our faith Well, today we're going to look at this all-important king, and like the others, we are going to see his fatal flaw. The Bible says that as he grew strong, he grew proud to his destruction. Well, if you missed part one, make sure you go back into the archives, download my free mobile app, Awakened to Grace. You can get it wherever you get your favorite apps. And if you've missed any of this series on the Kings, you can go back and listen to them all, as well as hundreds upon hundreds of other life-changing sermons. Well, let's go to God's Word today, Second Chronicles 26, the King Uzziah in this edition of Awakened to Grace. Let me tell you, it's how he designed it to work. It's how he designed it to work in his kingdom. And let me ask you, does your family love the soil? Are you putting anything in the ground? You know what the Lord showed me this this past, I think it was last week. It may have been this week. I'm running them together. A family came by the church. They know Sadie loves tomatoes. They brought a whole box of tomatoes and cucumbers to Sadie. And I thought about that. I thought, you know, you know why we put things in the ground? It's so when the harvest comes, we have something to give away. I thought, now, what if, what if I could brag and say, now, I, I don't have a garden, but I've got thousands of seed stored. Well, what good does that do if it's not in the ground? What's it going to produce if it is not sown? You see what I'm saying? And, and, and listen, those of you that have a garden, do you not have to give things away because God's designed so much abundance? That when it comes in, you can't even eat it all. You're looking for friends and neighbors and church people to bring it to. A- am I telling the truth? But you know what? Many of us, We can't give anything away because we don't have anything in the ground. If you're someone that you've never sown, I want to encourage you something. Begin to love the soil. What do you mean, Chad? Love the kingdom of God. Put seed in the ground. And you know what the principle is? You'll reap, number one, Exactly what you sowed. You sow a tomato plant, you're going to reap tomatoes. You sow potatoes, you'll reap potatoes. You sow righteousness, you sow godly things, you sow into the kingdom of God, you're going to reap the goodness of God. You'll reap exactly as you sow. Number two, you'll reap more than what you sow. God, he designed it that way. And number three, you always reap later than what you sowed later. See, right now, some of you, you feel upside down. You feel out of control. 
You feel like you can't get a grip on your finances. No, let me tell you, don't look at just right now today. Look toward the fall. Look toward the end of the year. Look into next year and begin to sow your seed now. And it will come. Amen. So number one, he understood and he leveraged spiritual warfare. He advanced into enemy territory. Number two, he loved the soil. He understood agriculture. He leveraged agriculture and God blessed him and multiplied him. Number three, verses 11 to 14. He, well, hang on before I say number three. Just note this. Verses 11 to 14, he goes back and he boisters the military again. Look what he does to build up his defenses. Again, he was not afraid to go to war. Now, verse number 15, and this is my third point. He understood spiritual warfare. He understood and loved the soil. Number three, He understood and he leveraged technology. Verse 15 says something about this king that it doesn't say about any of the others. Look what he did. Through skillful men, he invented weapons of warfare. They made machines. Are you listening to this? That could shoot arrows from the towers and could sling rocks. He was on the cutting edge of technology for his day. Friends, you may not understand fully awakened to grace. You may not understand fully what it is that we do. But let me tell you in a nutshell why we are so passionate about awakened to grace. Because we want to leverage technology to the glory of God. If Paul were alive today... Do you know where I believe Paul would be preaching? In people's smartphones. On their tablets. On their computer screens. On their televisions. And do you know why we are so passionate about taking this gospel of Jesus Christ and making it so accessible where people live right on their phones? Because we understand And we want to leverage technology to the glory of God. I want to operate this church the way King Uzziah operated his kingdom. What did they do? They advanced into enemy territory. They were on offense, not on defense. He loved the soil. He understood agriculture. He sowed and he gained a harvest. And lastly... He understood and he leveraged technology. They were on the cutting line of this thing. Now, verse 16 is where things change. Like all of our other kings, we see the fatal flaw. I want you to note the end of verse 15. This is is unbelievable. It says, and God helped him in a marvelous way. It doesn't say that about any other king. And do you know what I'm afraid that Uzziah did? Uzziah did what you and I have the potential to do. He took the favor of God. He took the blessings of God. 
And rather than feeling humility and rather than it humbling him, it made him grow proud. For look at verse 16, and here's where the story changes. And as he grew strong, he grew proud to his destruction. What a commentary. What a commentary. Do you know what I find interesting about these kings? This is a very serious lesson. See, you and I can read through the chapters, and you and I can find one verse, one verse, and we can pinpoint where they went off track. Isn't that interesting? One verse, and we can see where they began to go wrong. So let's watch this unfold. Verse number 16, he grew proud as he grew strong, and it was to his destruction. And how did he do this? I find it interesting, he entered into the temple to burn incense. Now, the reason this is so wrong is because God established you had the role of the king and you had the role of the priest, and those two roles were to never mix. They were separate offices and they were to remain separate. But this is what King Uzziah represents to us today. He represents someone who wants to worship God on his own He represents a Christian who loves God, honors God, wants to follow God, but wants to do it on your own terms. Friends, God will not be followed on our own terms. So what does he do? He goes into the temple. He violates God's law, and he begins to burn incense. Verses 17 and 18, the priests come in. 80 of them total, men of valor, and they tell the king, you have sinned. This is wrong. Don't do this. And verse 19, do you know what he does? He gets angry. Now, what did we say? You can pinpoint where they went wrong. Right here, all King Uzziah had to do was say, all I wanted to do was honor God. All I wanted to do was worship God. Clearly, I have not done it right. I've offended God. I repent. Men, do your role. I'll go back to the palace. You do what you're best at. I repent. And he would have been right back on track. But he refused. And instead, he grew angry. You know what I wonder? If, you know, how, how easy our lives would be if they were broken by chapter and into verse, right? And how easy it would be if you and I could go back to that one verse that goes, this was the fatal flaw. This was the wrong decision. This is where I went off track. This is where I missed it. But you and I can't always do that, can we? But perhaps you are someone that God is showing you right now. God's revealing to you right now a time in your life or a decision in your life or a point in your life that you can pinpoint and you can say, that's where I went my own way. And unlike King Uzziah, do not harden your heart. Don't grow angry at God or the people of God. No, what you should do, the solution, is to humble yourself down and repent. And you know what? God will get you right back on track. Can you pinpoint a place in your life where you got off track? 
Can you pinpoint a place in life where you offended the Almighty? Where you went your own way? Where pride entered into your life? Listen, simply repent and turn from it. Uzziah would not. He grew angry. And according to verse number 19, he grows angry. And with with the rod in his hand, burning incense, leprosy breaks out on the man's forehead. Could you imagine seeing this? Leprosy in Bible days was a death sentence. There was no cure. Verse number 20, they rush him out of the temple. There he'll have to live a life of isolation. And look at the last phrase of verse 20. For God struck him. How did he go so wrong? He started out so well. He loved God. He set himself to follow God. How does a man in verse 5 set himself to follow God? And how does a man throughout his entire career, God blesses, God adds to him, God increases him, God gives favor to him, God helps him. And how do we come down to verse 20? That now God has to humble him. One word. Pride. And let me tell you, my precious friends, you and I face the same danger of pride. Pride is a spiritual leprosy. And God hates it. God lists pride as one of the seven deadly sins. And you know what the problem with pride is? Is you and I normally can't detect it. Just like a fish does not realize it's wet. All you and I know in our humanity is pride. It takes God to reveal it to us. It takes the help of the Holy Spirit to crucify it. I remember when I was very young, I just planted the church. I worked. I worked a different job, but uh, I was off that day, and I was going to go to the church office. Oh, I was so excited. I mean, I had no appointments. I had nothing to do. I didn't have any people. But I was going to the office. And it was going to be an office day. And I drove way too expensive of a car. I couldn't do math back then. And I remember I walked to my car that morning. I was probably 22, something like that, 21. And I remember I walked to my car And right as I reached for the door, the Holy Spirit just smote my heart. And God said, I don't like it. You're full of pride. I didn't have anybody coming to my church. I didn't have anything to do. What do you mean I'm full of pride? And and, and I sat down in my car. That was way too expensive. And I sat down in my car. And I said... Lord, I don't feel prideful. And I'll never forget what the Lord God told me. The Lord said, you look it. Stop strutting. I don't even like the way you're walking. And I said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The Lord will show you your pride. 
if you pay attention. And we all have it. We all have it. We all must crucify it. And you know the danger? When you finally feel like you're getting rid of it, it has a way of sliding right back in. You have to, that's why we are a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Kill your pride, or pride will be killing you. His fatal flaw was that as he grew strong, he grew proud. Could the same be said of you? Do you remember how you trusted God when you tried to get a job? <laughs> Do you remember how you trusted God when you couldn't afford your house? Do you remember how you trusted God before your children came or as your children were born? Do you remember how you trusted God as you were working toward retirement? Do you remember how you trusted God? But now, God's blessed you. He's added to you. Have the blessings of God humbled you? Or as you've grown strong in life, are you growing proud in life? There's a prayer that Charles Simeon prayed, a wonderful pastor in England in the 1800s. And you know what he prayed? He prayed, God, help me to grow downward. Help me to grow in humility. Let me grow downward. What a great prayer. So leprosy strikes. It breaks out on his forehead. They rush him out of the temple. Verse 20, verse 21. This man who set himself to seek God the saddest commentary, verse 21. He was a leper till the day of his death, and he was excluded from the house of the Lord. Verse 22, we're introduced to the young prophet Isaiah. He now comes on the scene. Verse 23, his young son Jotham is going to take the kingdom. He's going to die Uzziah is going to die, which is the same Uzziah, if you remember in Isaiah 6, that in the year that King Uzziah died, what happened to Isaiah? He saw the Lord high and lifted up. This is the, king, this, this is the, the, the same king. And now his son is going to take his throne, Jotham. Sadie made such an interesting commentary to me. She, she made such an interesting point. They buried him in the field of the kings, but they buried him. In leprosy. And she made such a good point. She said, You know, so many people, their sin will outlive them. Chapter 27, and this is where I begin to close. Jotham, his son, is going to take his throne. And Jotham is going to do what's right in the eyes of the Lord. But here's what I appreciate. You know, I would have loved to have heard the conversations between Uzziah, the father, and Jotham, his son. Because according to chapter 26, Jotham governed the kingdom while his father had leprosy. No doubt his father taught him many things in, in governing. But I want you to note that those who chronicled this history, note what they say about Jotham. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord according to the ways of his father Uzziah, except he did not enter the temple of the Lord. In other words, he learned. He learned. 
Jotham went on to be a good king. However, he could not turn the hearts of the people. The people still worshipped idolatry. (coughs) And as we're going to see next week, we're going to see Jotham's son, who was wicked, Ahaz. But then Ahaz has a son, Jotham's grandson. And his name is going to be Hezekiah. And where we're going to be next Sunday is where I pray to God that America is headed. Do you know what happened under King Uzziah, chapter 29? Revival came suddenly. And you know, I believe that's what we're going to see in our nation. I believe we're going to see a mighty rushing wind. I believe we're going to have Holy Spirit fire like never before. And we're going to go back and we're going to see what Hezekiah did. So don't miss next week. What about you today? Is there pride undetected in your heart? Has God's blessings in your life made you proud or humble? Has God's blessings as you've grown strong humbled you or exalted you? Put that pride on the altar today. Friends, do you sow into God's kingdom? Do you love the soil? Do you love the soil? I love spiritual soil because it's where spiritual fruit yields. If you're not a sower, you understand warfare? Do you engage in prayer? Are you on the front lines of bringing America back to God? Do you pray for our president? I didn't ask you if you liked him. Do you pray for him? You know, the Bible never tells us, pray for your leaders if you support them. It does not say, pray for your leaders if you respect them. It commands us to pray for our leaders. And even when our president makes executive orders that violates the laws of God, even when he snubs his nose at the ways of God, I'm commanded to pray for him. You are commanded to pray. Lord, bless him. Help him. Where his wrong, correct him. Help him. Bless him. Uplift him. Give him wise counsel. Help him to make great decisions. Many people are in his ear. May the Holy Spirit get in his ear. May you help him and may you bless our nation. Bless him. Encourage him. Strengthen him.
Thank you so much for listening to our broadcast today. I did want to take just a moment and mention our store. If you go to our website, awakenedtograce.com, just navigate to the store page and you're going to find music by all of our Awakened artists and plenty of books by Pastor Chad. Also, while you're on the website, you can view Pastor Chad's story about his blindness and what the Lord is doing through him through Awakened to Grace and through our church, Preaching Christ Church. Thank you so much for joining us today on Awakened to Grace.